Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host, Connor, and today we are taking a look at the latest set for the Digimon card game BT8 New Awakening. It's a continuation of our set review. We're going to be taking a look at all the new cards. But before we get to our main topic, I wanted to start today by saying a quick thank you to all of those who followed along with my progress through the Oceania BT8 regionals that happened this past weekend. It was a bit of a disappointing day because I was really hyped up and thought I was going to do really, really well, but it was still a good result for me and it was definitely made all the better by all the support that I was given across the day by listeners of this show. So if you tuned into that or if you're listening now, thank you very much. It was a great day. And for those of you who are participating in upcoming events, best of luck. Now, we have a lot of cards to get through and no other announcements, so let's launch right into it. Now, last week, we took a look at the new mechanics in the set, as well as the new red, blue, and yellow cards. This week, we are going to be taking a look just at the new green, black, purple, and white cards. So, if you want to catch up and learn about all of the new mechanics in this new set, or if you want to check out any of the red, blue, or yellow cards, then you can look at our previous episode before you jump into this one. Episode 66 is what you're looking for. Alright, if you're still here, you must be keen to hear about these new green, black, purple, and white cards. So let's get started, starting with our first green level 2. We have Bibimon, and Bibimon's Inheritable reads, Opponent's turn, while all of your Digimon are suspended, this Digimon gets plus 1000 DP. So this new level 2 is designed to work with the new green Pulsemon line that's been introduced in this set. We've seen Pulsemon in yellow in this set. We've got some green Pulsemon cards this time. So if you're going to use Bibimon, you'll need ways to suspend your own Digimon naturally. Attack frequently, or you can use some of the new effects from this set, especially in green, that want to suspend your own Digimon to give you value. Unfortunately, because your Digimon are going to be suspended, there's not much you can do with Bibimon's extra plus 1000 DP. You can't block or anything like that. But it is going to give your Digimon a better chance of surviving on your opponent's turn. You can't use the boost to attack. It's purely defensive. It's a bit weird, to be honest, but if you want to have your own Digimon be suspended, you might appreciate the DP boost, so there might be a reason to play this. Next up, we have the level 3s, and first is Terriamon. 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, 2000 DP, and it says, On play, you may reveal the top 5 cards of your deck. Add one card with Gargomon or Rapidmon in its name among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards to the bottom of your deck in any order. Now, I would not have put Terriamon Digivolution Line Tribal on my bingo card for inclusion in this set, but here we are. Um, unfortunately, at the time of the release of this card, there's only four total Digimon cards in the game that it can potentially find with its effect. So that is not a great success rate, even if you are including four copies of each of those in your deck. In future sets, we are going to see more Rapidmons, more Gargomons, but for now, this is more of a fun card than a competitive one. But put a pin in it, it may become much better in future as we get more potential targets, especially in the next set, EXO2, because that's themed around the third season of the show, which featured Terriamon as a major main cast Digimon. So keep this one handy out of your binders, that's all I'm saying. Next, we have the new level 4s. Not many green level 3s we wanted to talk about this time, but we have the new green level 4s. First up is Shurimon. This costs 4 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 4,000 DP. It is green and red. It's one of the new multicolored Digimon, so it's both green and red. And it reads, Digivolve 2 from Hawkmon, Armor Purge, and when Digivolving, one of your opponent's Digimon with Blocker can't attack and block until the end of your opponent's next turn. Now, if you find yourself running into a lot of blockers, you could choose a worse armor Digimon than Shurimon, but it is definitely a meta choice. Only you are going to know if this is the right card for your local meta or not. Now, the downside to Shurimon is that rarely are you going to get to Digivolve it for two because there's only two Hawkmon cards in the game so far. One of them is a vanilla Digimon with moderate, modest stats, and then the other one is a hard play searcher from this set with no inheritables. 
So not really powerful choices. Still, this feels like a neat tech card that you can slot into your deck in the right meta. And Armored Digimon are quite powerful, so you might not even mind paying three to Digivolve into this if you're seeing a lot of blockers. Next, we have Namakemon. Four to play, two to Digivolve, has 3,000 DP, and it reads, Main, you may suspend this Digimon to reveal the top three cards of your deck. Add one green Digimon card among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. So this is the first instance, as far as I know, of a kind of effect that I have often thought was going to enter the game eventually. It's pretty common in card games. So suspending your Digimon to trigger an effect is a pretty cool activation mechanic because you're putting your Digimon at risk of being attacked and not being able to attack with it yourself, but you're also gaining some kind of an advantage. So here in the Markemon suspends and then potentially draws a green Digimon card to your hand. Unfortunately, I think Namakemon falls down as a competitive level card in some key areas. One, because it's a level four, you have to Digivolve into it and then maintain control of the turn to suspend it to get its effect. You'd much prefer in most situations that it was just a when Digivolving effect instead, or even a non-play effect if it was cheap enough. It has no inheritable ability, so once you've done this and you Digivolve over it, you don't really get any advantage. And with only 3000 DP, Namakemon is going to be deleted on your next turn, either by attack or just by one of the many effects that we have in the game that incidentally, like accidentally, delete Digimon of 3000 DP or lower. So it's a cool idea, but this current execution has a few too many flaws for me. But if you want to make it work, you can make it work. It's a fun idea. So I can see this sliding into some decks for the just for the fun of it. Next we have Examon. This is one of the new Pulsemon line cards. Five to play, two to Digivolve, 5000 DP. It's a level four. It reads, when Digivolving, you may suspend one of your Digimon to suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. And then the Inheritable reads, all turns, this Digimon gains plus 1000 DP for each of your other suspended Digimon. So this Digivolution line is all about suspending your own Digimon for value. In this case, you suspend one of your Digimon to suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. At first glance, this might not seem fantastic until you realize that with this effect, you can target any of your opponent's Digimon regardless of power or level. You can suspend one of your random level threes and then suspend your opponent's key level six ready for you to attack into it. Plus, it's inheritable is good for defense and offense. I like this card. I think it's pretty flexible. It can slot in some places. Next up is Digmon. Five to play, three to Digivolve, 5,000 DP. It is green and yellow, a multicolor card. And it says Digivolve, two from Armadillomon. Armor Purge, and when attacking, one of your opponent's suspended Digimon gets minus 3,000 DP for the turn. So Digmon falls into kind of a similar trap to Shurimon, which is that you're never going to Digivolve it for cheap because you would need to be playing a card that is not really competitive, Armadillomon. We have three Armadillomon to choose from, but two of them are vanilla. One of them's not even going to be in your colors because it's blue. And then one is a searcher. So these are not very powerful cards. But I do like Digmon's ability. You don't get access to it straight away on Digivolving, but you can control when it activates by choosing your attack. And then this is going to let Digmon attack over Digimon much more powerful than itself, or remove your opponent's level 3s after they've armor purged, or what have you. Solid in limited. Next up is Lydramon, one of my personal favorites. Another level 4, 5 to play, 3 to Digivolve, 5000 DP. It is green and blue, multicolor. It's an armor form and has Digivolve 2 from Vmon, armor purge, and when Digivolving, suspend one of your opponent's level 4 or lower Digimon. Right, uh, Lydramon is fantastic in dedicated Vmon armor decks. It can act as removal for your opponent's level 3s, that have ongoing effects they'd rather keep on the field because you suspend them, attack into them, and it gets around most blockers. There are plenty of Vmon, so you're not going to have any problem digivolving this for just two memory in most cases, and it's a blue and a green card, so Davis Motomiya works really well for Lydramon because Davis Motomiya lets you add one blue and one green Digimon from your top three cards to your hand, and Lydramon can be either. So really flexible, it's in strong colors, and it just looks really cool, so... Play this in your Armor Purge decks, definitely. Okay, we're finally through all the green level 4s. There's a lot of them in this set. Now we're on to the level 5s. First, we have Pistmon. P-I-S-T. So, it is 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve, 7000 DP. It has Digi's option minus 2. 
So this is an older mechanic, and when one of your Digimon Digivolves into Pistmon, you can suspend one of your Digimon, doesn't matter which one, any Digimon, and then reduce the memory cost of the Digivolution by two. So it'll cost just one to Digivolve into Pistmon if you choose to use the Digisorption effect. Then it has an inheritable that says, all turns, this Digimon gets plus 1,000 DP for each of your other suspended Digimon. The same as, uh, the same as that previous Digimon that we talked about, the level fours that I'm blanking on the name of, Examon. So Pistamon could see play just because it has Digi's option. We know that Digi's option is very powerful. It makes it very cheap to get up to your level sixes. Um... In a lot of cases, this might replace Blossomon. Blossomon is cheaper because you can Digivolve it for free off the Digisorption, but it doesn't have any stats. It doesn't have effects. So, uh, you know, personal choice. And then you might want that extra DP from that Inheritable as well. So this could be a good one to include in certain decks, especially if you're looking to have a lot of suspended Digimon, especially if you're looking to Digivolve for very cheap. Next we have Climbmon. Now this is 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 8,000 DP. It has, when Digivolving, if this Digimon is suspended, return one of your opponent's suspended Digimon with DP less than or equal to this Digimon's DP to its owner's hand. And then the Inheritable says, when this Digimon becomes unsuspended, during your unsuspend phase, suspend one of your opponent's Digimons. So, Climbmon seems like a lot of fun for the person playing it, not for the opponent. You return what's probably going to be a level 5 or lower Digimon to your opponent's hand on Digivolving, because it has 8,000 or less DP, because it has to match or be lower than Climbmon's. And then its inheritable effect makes it very hard for your opponent to keep a Digimon on board, provided that you have strong attackers. At 3 to Digivolve, it's on the expensive side for level 5s and green, but if these are effects that your deck need, your needs, you're going to be happy to pay that. I think this is going to be a really strong control piece in a lot of decks, particularly in this deck. We're moving on to the green level 6, and it is Shivamon. Yes, just one to talk about, but it is a good one. It's getting a lot of a lot of hype, a lot of hate. People are very conflicted about whether this card is going to be good or not. So we'll read it and I'll let you make your own assessment. It's a level 6. It costs 12 to play. 4 to Digivolve. Has 12,000 DP. So good stats. A little bit expensive to Digivolve. The opponent's turn. While all of your Digimon are suspended, your opponent can't use option cards. Your turn. When this Digimon unsuspends during your unsuspend phase, trash the top card of your opponent's security stack. So a certain kind of Digimon player is very hyped about Shivamon. It turns off your opponent's option cards, which can be huge against the right deck. Like, massive option cards are going to be pretty powerful in this format. Turning them off is going to be fairly strong. And then it trashes a card from your opponent's security just for unsuspending. If you can buff up its DP with your own effects so that it can't be attacked over, maybe with your Pistmon, with your Examon, Shivamon's going to be just about impossible for your opponents to remove it's going to make things very difficult for them this deck is going to be very controlly but in the right meta it could be very powerful so this is a really cool new deck for green whether or not it's going to be super super good i leave up to your judgment and your deck building abilities but i think it's going to be really cool to build and play around this digimon moving on to the options now first up we have a beautiful like, the art on this is gorgeous. The color scheme is beautiful. Samati Santi. This is an option. It costs one to play, and it says, Main, you may suspend one of your Digimon to suspend one of your opponent's Digimon or Tamers. Your opponent's cards suspended with this effect can't unsuspend until the end of their next turn. And then the security effect reads, Suspend one of your opponent's Digimon or Tamers. So this pairs really well with Shivamon and that whole line, the the Pulsemon line, because it helps you to get your own Digimon suspended so that you can have your effects be active on your opponent's turn. It then also locks your opponent's Digimon or Tamers down for a turn, which is huge, because even if you don't have effects that want you to have suspended Digimon, this card is going to do some good work for you anyway. It's going to freeze an opposing Digimon or a key Tamer in place for a turn. It's going to buy you some time, basically. Be very controlly. The security effect is also really good, I think. It's a flower cannon or a needle spray, and it can also target tamers. Well, not quite a flower cannon, but it's a needle spray, which is a pretty solid card. I think this is a great card for Shivamon. 
I think it could also find some niche homes in other decks, though. I think it's got a little bit of flexibility to it. We'll see. Next, we have Lightning Blade. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. It's because I'm passionate about Lydramon, and this is one of Lydramon's sort of moves from the anime. So, this is an option card across one to play. It says, while you have a Digimon with armor form in its traits in play, you may use this card without meeting its color requirements. And then it says, one of your Digimon with two or more colors gets plus 2,000 DP and piercing for the turn. And then security effect is to spend one of your opponent's Digimon. So it seems pretty good. It's got plus 2,000 DP boost and piercing. That 2,000 DP boost is very strong. But in most cases, I think when you're playing Armor Digimon, you're going to want to mainly be attacking your opponent, not their Digimon. And Armor Purge means you don't really care as much if your Digimon dies to security anyway, so that extra power isn't going to matter when you're attacking into your opponent. The flower, I keep saying flower cannon, the needle spray effect is nice, suspending one of your opponent's Digimon out of security, very defensive. But I think that this card is playing in a space that multicolored Digimon, armor form Digimon don't really want to play in. So shelve this one for now, it might come back later, but for the moment, it's okay. Finally, we have the new green tamer, Willis. Willis costs three to play, says on play, you may hatch one Digi-Egg card to an empty space in your breeding area, and then your turn when one of your Digimon would Digivolve into a Digimon with Gargomon or Rapidmon in its name, you may suspend this tamer to reduce the Digivolution cost by one. So this is another piece for Terriamon Tribal. Uh, the Digi-Egg hatching effect of this is pretty neat if you can time your play correctly to take advantage of it. You want to have an empty breeding area on the turn that you want to play Willis, otherwise you're going to be stuck between, oh, I want to play Willis, but I'm not going to get an effect. So your timing will have to be right. But then after that, it cheapens your Rapidmon and your Gargomon Digivolutions, which could be pretty powerful if you're playing a lot of those. Now, in a lot of ways, this is kind of the Nokia of Terriamon Tribal. And when we get more Gargomon and Rapidmon, Willis is going to be great. Cough, cough, next set. But it doesn't have enough targets at the moment, I think. So put a pin in Willis for now, but as I said, keep him, keep him ready. Moving on now to the new black cards. First up, we have Kyokyomon, the new level 2. Kyokyomon's inheritable reads your turn once per turn. When an effect places a Digivolution card under this Digimon, it gets plus 1000 DP until the end of your opponent's next turn. Now, Kyokyomon might seem like an odd card until you realize that X antibody Digimon, which are very prevalent in black in this set and in the last set, they're built around placing Digivolution cards beneath your own Digimon. And an extra plus 1000 DP might not seem like much, but in some cases it can be the difference between attacking over an opponent's Digimon and trading with it. Kyokyomon itself is also X-Antibody, which is going to be relevant with some effects that count the number of X-Antibody Digivolution cards that your opponent has. I don't think it's as good as Dorimon, which is the other black level 2 X-Antibody because that draws you a card, but you're definitely going to be playing Kyokyomon as your fifth egg, and you're not going to be upset about it. You're going to be happy it's there. Moving on to the level threes. First up, we have Agumon. Three to play, zero to Digivolve from either black or a red level two. 2,000 DP, and it says, on play, reveal the top four cards of your deck. Add one Digimon card with Greymon in its name and one Digimon card with Dragonkin in its traits among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. Now, Argumon is primarily going to slot into your Black and Red Black War Greymon decks built around the Black War Greymon from this set. War Greymons typically have the Dragonkin typing, so with a bit of luck you can grab a level 6, your War Greymon, and then a level 4 or level 5 Greymon off of Agumon's on-play effect, drawing two cards, which is very powerful. If your deck is playing primarily Greymons, and then a mix of black and red Digimon, Agumon is going to fit very nicely. But, long-time listeners know that I'm always going to look for the fringe cases for a card like this as well, so I did a quick search for cards with the Dragonkin type that you could potentially search for off of your Agumon. You can grab any Wargreymon, you can also grab Flamedramon, and weirdly you can grab any Pyildramon as well as Imperial Dramon Fighter Mode, but not Dragon Mode. The Fighter Mode is Dragonkin, the Dragon is not Dragonkin. Do with this information what you will. <laughs> I don't think there's anything to that, but it's interesting. Next we have Kukuamon, 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, 3000 DP, and it just says all turns players can't ignore Digivolution requirements. 
This is a very interesting Storly kind of cards. It's very specific, but the crux of it is, as long as you've got Kakuamon out, any card that says it allows you to ignore Digivolution requirements no longer works. This turns off Warp Digivolution, things that like to skip, like Gilmon and Vmon. It stops Promo Agunimon, Promo Lobomon from Digivolving straight up to Ancient Greymon, Ancient Garurumon. It stops your opponent from Digivolving their Omnimon into an X antibody. It doesn't stop players from using those special Digivolution costs like we saw on Digmon and Shivamon, those, um, Shurimon, sorry, those armor cards in the set. Uh, so Kukuamon's a little underpowered right now, but as we get more and more cards that ignore Digivolution costs, it's only going to get better. So remember that this exists. Next we have Ryudamon. Three to play, zero to Digivolve, just 1000 DP, but it has... An on-play effect, which says reveal three cards from the top of your deck, add one card with X antibody in its traits, and one Yujibusha among them to your hand, and then place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. And then in the Inheritable reads, all turns, while this Digimon has X antibody in its traits, it gains Decoy Black. When one of your other black Digimon would be deleted by an opponent's effect, you can delete this Digimon to prevent that deletion. So Ryudamon is great search for an X antibody deck. Uh... The tamer that it names, Yuji Musha, that's a relevant X-Antibody tamer from this set. Ryudamon lets you grab that tamer and an X-Antibody Digimon, so potentially drawing two, very strong. And then it also gives you a potentially powerful effect as it's inheritable, although most X-Antibody decks that I've seen kind of dedicate themselves to one really powerful stack, so I don't know how useful Decoy is going to be under that, but maybe under something else, it could be really strong. Ryudamon is still a must-have rookie for X-Antibody decks, so... Pick a few of these up if you want to play X Antibody. Next we have Skull Nightmon Cavalier Mode, our first black level 4. It costs 4 to play, 3 to Digivolve from a level 3, just 1 to Digivolve from a level 4, and 5000 DP. And it says, this card, or this Digimon, sorry, is also treated as Skull Nightmon and Deadly Axemon. And says, when Digivolving, this Digimon gains Jamming and Blocker until the end of your opponent's next turn. In theory, there is probably something cool you can be doing with Cavalier Mode and then the other Dark Nightmon pieces. Dark Nightmon, Deadly Axemon, and Skull Nightmon. But for the life of me, I don't know what it is. I'm not that clever. Uh, Skull Nightmon Cavalier Mode counts as Deadly Axemon and a Skull Nightmon in all zones except your Raising Area. So you can fetch it with Deadly Axemon's on play effect. You can put it beneath your Skull Nightmon when attacking to Digivolve it into a Dark Nightmon for free. And then when your Dark Nightmon is deleted, you can play Cavalier Mode from its Digivolution cards for free. But it doesn't have an on-play effect or an inheritable effect. So in many cases, you'd probably rather use an actual Skull Nightmon or Deadly Axemon. Which have on-play or inheritable effects. But Cavalier Mode does fill out your slots in a Dark Nightmon deck, and then with that one Digivolve cost, it could also just be a tech level 4. You Digivolve it over another level 4, draw a card for cheap, attack with jamming, or you have a cheap blocker. I think this card is more flexible than it might first appear, and overall, I kind of like it, but we're going to need more Dark Nightmon pieces before this is a full deck by itself. Next, we have Ginryumon. Costs 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 6,000 DP, very strong. And its inheritable reads, opponent's turn, while this Digimon has X antibody in its traits, it gains blocker. Now there's not much to say about Ginryumon. It's a solid level 4 for your X antibody deck. It gives blocker, which is great because your X antibody Digimon can become quite large and difficult to remove. So blocker is going to be a strong effect on them. It's also a slower deck, so having a blocker in play is helpful against the faster decks in the meta. It gives you time to build your board. Plus, at 6,000 DP, Ginryumon's power is actually quite good for a level 4, allowing it to trade with or attack over very nearly any other level 4 Digimon. Next we have Greymon, 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve from black or red level 3s, 6,000 DP, again, very strong. And its inheritable reads, opponent's turn, while you have a red Digimon in play, this Digimon gains blocker. Um, I never realised until I was writing this uh, episode, talking about them back to back, I see that Greymon is kind of the Greymon tribal version of Ginryumon, it's kind of the same effect. Anyway, being able to Digivolve from two colours is makes this very flexible and it opens up all kinds of deck building options. Naturally you're going to want Greymon in a deck built around and you're going to want this Greymon in a deck built around the new Blackball Greymon 
coming in this set, but there's plenty of other ways that you can use Greymon. I kind of like the idea of having a red base of red Digi-Eggs and level 3s, because all of your best Greymon tribal Argumon are in red, and then you use this Greymon at level 4 to pivot upwards into a sort of black-based high end of level 5s and level 6s. Having Blocker on your War Greymon or your Black War Greymon is going to be very useful, especially because Black War Greymon tend to unsuspend themselves, so you can still attack and make use of the Blocker effect at the same time. Plus, Greymon has 6,000 DP, and many of the level 3s that you're going to want to play with it are going to give it a 1 or 2,000 boost, so it's going to be a huge attacker at level 4. Overall, I think this is a solid card. Moving on to level 5s now, first we have Catch Mamemon, 6 to play, 3 to Digivolve, 7000 DP, and it reads, when Digivolving you may return up to 4 Digimon cards with Mamemon in their names from your hand and or trash to the top of your deck in any order. If you return 3 or more cards with this effect, D-Digivolve one of your opponent's Digimon. Okay, let's get the obvious out of the way. Catch Mamemon is not a card that will fit everywhere. It's a card that's going to fit basically nowhere because the effect is so specific. Where it is going to fit is in your Mamemon tribal deck. You play a bunch of Mamemon, you use this effect, D-Digimon your opponent's Digimon. Whether this is actually a strong card is going to kind of depend entirely on whether the Mamemon Digimon turn out to be worth playing together. The archetype does have some synergy. It's got another new addition in this set, Bantro Mamemon, and it's got an option card. But otherwise, the current Mamemon cards don't really have much to do with each other. What's more, most of them are level 5 or 6, so you're going to end up with a very top-heavy deck. As of right now, I would use this for the memes, not to win tournaments. The next level 5 we're going to talk about is Hisyariumon. Hisyariumon, I think. 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, 8000 DP. It says, your turn, when one of your effects places a Digivolution card under this Digimon, you may Digivolve this Digimon into a Digimon card in your hand with X antibody in its traits by paying its Digivolution cost. When this Digimon would Digivolve with this effect, reduce the Digivolution cost by 1. And then the Inheritable reads, Opponent's turn, while this Digimon has X antibody in its traits, it gains Reboot. Hisiariumon isn't just a good Digimon, it might be the cornerstone of X antibody decks in BT8. It makes it very cheap to Digivolve up into your level 6 Digimon if you're using the effect. And there are so many ways to place Digivolution cards beneath your Digimon in black in this set, it's not going to be hard to trigger. X antibody can be a slow strategy, and anything that's going to help you get to your big Digimon and big stacks earlier is vital, so Hisiariumon definitely accomplishes that. Even if it's difficult to pronounce. Next up we have Metal Greymon, 8 to play, 4 to Digivolve from black or red, 8000 DP. This card is black and red, it's a multicolored Digimon. It has when Digivolving, D-Digivolve 1 of your opponent's Digimon. And then delete one of your opponent's Digimon with 3000 DP or less. So D-Digivolve 1 on one of your opponent's Digimon, and then delete one of your opponent's Digimon with 3000 DP or less. And then the Inheritable says your turn, while this Digimon has Dragonkin or Machine in its traits, it can also attack your opponent's unsuspended Digimon. Metal Greymon's a bit expensive to Digivolve into, but being black and red makes it quite flexible. You're going to want to use it with the Black Ball Greymon in this set, but really... It's a solid addition to any level 6 Greymon-focused deck, and it also slots into Machine Dramon decks, because Machine Dramon is a machine at level 6 that will be able to attack unsuspended Digimon, so that's going to help you in one of the slower decks of the format, keep your opponent's board under control. The D-Digivolve then delete effect is also nothing to be scoffed at. It's kind of uniquely suited to getting rid of armor Digimon, because they survive a regular deletion effect, but if you D-Digivolve and then delete, delete it, you can get rid of it. This is a solid card, it's going to do work in a lot of decks. I really like it. Moving up to the level 6s, first we have Bancho Mamemon, 11 to play, 3 to Digivolve, 11,000 DP. It has when Digivolving, you may reveal the top 3 cards of your deck. For each of your opponent's Digimon, you may play one Digimon card with Mamemon in its name and a memory cost of 10 or less among the revealed cards without paying its memory cost. Trash the remaining cards, and then all turns, while you have another Digimon with Mamemon in its name in play, this Digimon gains security attack plus one. 
Bancho Mamemon is kind of a boss monster of the Mamemon tribal deck. Unfortunately, the potential Mamemon that you could play with this effect aren't really strong or synergistic with each other. Currently in the game, we've got two metal Mamemon. One of them's kind of got reboot and returns a level 7 with virus attribute from trash to hand on Digivolving, which isn't going to help you. The other searches for a level 6 machine trait Digimon on Digivolving. Bancho Mamemon is not a machine trait Digimon, so that doesn't help you. We also have Big Mamemon. That's a vanilla level 5 with 10,000 DP. That could be useful. It's a big attacker. Catch Mamemon from this set. We know what that does. And Mamemon Flat, which has decoy and an on-deletion effect. Maybe that one is going to be useful. As we move forward and we get more Mamemon Digimon cards, this card is going to get stronger. But for now, I feel like this is a novelty deck rather than anything competitive. Although those people who were following along with my BT8 tournament know I actually lost to a deck built around this. But that was mostly because of the the Mechanorimon blocker rather than anything about the actual Mamemon strategy. <laughs> Next, we have Oriumon. It's a level 6, it costs 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve, 12,000 DP, and it says, When Digivolving, you may place one card with X antibody in its traits from your hand under this Digimon as its bottom Digivolution card to delete one of your opponent's Digimon with a play cost of 7 or less. And then your turn, once per turn, when one of your effects places a Digivolution card under this Digimon, this Digimon gets plus 2,000 DP and can't be deleted by your opponent's effects until the end of your opponent's next turn. Then the Inheritable, it has an Inheritable, reads end of attack once per turn if this Digimon has Alphamon in its name, unsuspend it. Oriumon is a great top-end Digimon for X-Antibody decks. It's removal on Digivolving. It triggers your effects that want you to place Digivolution cards beneath your Digimon, like Dorumon and Kyokiomon. It is also very hard for your opponent to remove once it's in play. As long as you can repeatedly place Digivolution cards underneath it, your opponent is not going to be able to outright delete it by effects, and they're going to have to find alternative ways to remove it. Oriumon is also a great target to place beneath one of your Digimon in order to give your Alphamon, which works with X-Antibody Digimon, the ability to unsuspend on attack, which can lead to some huge swings. This card is very flexible, it's resilient, it's powerful. That said, Alphamon, it works with X-Antibody Digimon in that it's a black level 6 that does a lot of work and partners with this. I should make that clear before I get yelled at about, oh, it's not an X-Antibody. Anyway, Black War Greymon, level 6, 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve from black or red, 12,000 DP. This is a black and red Digimon, it is multicolor. And it says, main, when Digivolving, if this Digimon has a red Digivolution card, choose any number of your opponent's Digimon. If this Digimon has a black Digivolution card, choose any number of your opponent's Tamers. The chosen card's play cost must add up to six or less. Delete the chosen cards. And then all turns, once per turn, when an opponent's Digimon is deleted, unsuspend this Digimon. Now this is, personally, one of the cards I am most excited about. Long-time listeners know I'm an avid red player, I love a big Greymon Digivolution stack, and Black War Greymon is offering a lot of flexibility in deck building with its two colours. The option to either remove a Digimon or a Tamer on Digivolving is very powerful. Even now we have precious few ways to interact with our opponent's Tamers, so the chance to remove a troublesome Tamer is going to be very useful. Black War Greymon's second ability also potentially very powerful. Partner it with the Metal Greymon from this set to give Black War Greymon the ability to attack unsuspended Digimon and you can really keep an opponent's board clear. And Black War Greymon doesn't care how your opponent's Digimon is deleted so if your opponent isn't cautious they could put you into a situation where you can attack with Black War Greymon into security multiple times. And remember the errata means you don't even have to use this effect so very flexible. It's a May. I love this card because the deck you can build around it is so flexible. It's a strong top end to your Greymon tribal deck, so you include things like Nokia to reduce Digivolution costs, especially because your Digivolutions will be expensive in this deck, but other than that, the specific inclusions are very much up to the individual. I know myself and two other people at my locals, we've all built this deck, all three of us. Looking at the deck list, there's so little in common. It's really very flexible. 
You can have a red base. You can have a black base. You can go all in on cost reduction. You can go all in on Digimon that remove your opponent's Digimon, go strong removal and control. You can go for big security attack plus swings, plenty of extra DP. It really is dependent on what you want to do. If you're looking for a deck in BT8 New Awakening that's going to be strong but will also allow you to be really creative and show off your personal deck building skills, Black War Greymon is a great choice. Next, we have the option cards. First is Aisai Ryujin. Aisai Ryujin. For to play, it says D-Digivolve 1 on one of your opponent's Digimon. Then you may place one card with X antibody in its traits from your hand at the as the bottom Digivolution card of one of your black Digimon with X antibody in its traits to delete one of your opponent's Digimon with play cost of 4 or less. And then the security effect reads... Security, D-Digivolve 1 on one of your opponent's Digimon, then delete one of your opponent's Digimon with a play cost of 4 or less. Aisai Ryuijin is very strong removal. Uh, it's particularly effective at getting around Armor Purge, and then it also gives you another way to place cards beneath your ex-antibody Digimon, which kind of furthers that strategy. It's always a good feeling when all of the pieces of your deck kind of move towards the same goal rather than having disparate pieces so having your removal also be furthering your main game plan is a nice piece of synergy this will only outright delete level fours just keep that in mind or some level fives if they happen to have digivolved over cheap digimon but it is going to at least slow your opponent down while you move your own plan forward the next option card we have is Dark Gaia Force. This costs 8 to play. It is black and red, so it's a multicolor option. It says, choose any number of your opponent's Digimon whose total play cost adds up to 15 or less, and delete them. And then the security effect reads, security, delete one of your opponent's Digimon with a play cost of 15 or less. Now there's a very real argument to be had about whether Dark Gaia Force is actually better than the standard Gaia Force. The cost is higher because... You need a black and a red Digimon or Tamer in play to use Dark Gaia Force. But the flexibility of deleting either one large Digimon or multiple smaller Digimon makes Dark Gaia Force a much more useful card in more different situations. Unfortunately, the security effect only targets one Digimon rather than letting you target multiple, so that part is not, you know, about the same as Gaia Force. Still, Dark Gaia Force can fill multiple roles in your deck, and for pure wow factor, you can't beat it. Next is Senbon Dokken. This is an option card that costs 9 to play. Very expensive. It says, reveal the top 3 cards of your deck. You may play any number of Digimon cards with Mamemon in their names, whose play costs add up to 15 or less among them without paying their memory costs. Delete one of your opponent's Digimon with a play cost of 6 or less for each Digimon played with this effect. Trash the remaining cards. If you're planning to build that Mamemon tribal deck, you will want Senbon Dokken. If you reveal two Mamemon, the chances are very good you're going to be able to play them off of this effect and neatly clear out your opponent's board of smaller Digimon. Uh, don't forget that Catch Mamemon lets you manipulate the top of your deck, so it will ensure that you will hit Mamemon off of your Senbon Dokken. This card is expensive, but the potential ceiling of getting two level 5 Digimon into play, that's pretty high. I'm glad that they added this card to give you something to work towards in the Mamemon deck, rather making it feel a little bit less meme and more like something with a game plan, even if the game plan is risky and not very strong. Next we have Yuji Muzia. The pronunciations in this one are killing me. They leaned very, very heavily into the Japanese, but that is okay. This is a tamer, it costs 3 to play, it says your turn when one of your Digimon with X antibody in its traits is moved from your breeding area to your battle area, gain one memory and draw one, and then your turn when one of your black Digimon with X antibody in its traits attacks, you may suspend this tamer to place one card with X antibody in its traits from your hand under that Digimon as its bottom Digivolution card. Now I've already played against X antibody a number of times in BT8. And this card wins games. With just two UG in play, you are going to gain so much memory and draw so many cards. Uh, not only that, but this is probably the most consistent way for you to get Digivolution cards beneath your X-Antibody Digimon and activate their effects. What I really like about the X-Antibody deck is because you aren't just Digivolving, but you're also adding cards beneath your stack through effects, 
it can feel very toolboxy and it kind of lets you design a boss Digimon to suit the situation that you're in. You can place multiple Doru Greymon and get lots of security attacks, have a really big attacker. You can place lots of Dorumon, get lots of memory. It's kind of nice to have a pure black deck that can compete, finally. Alright, moving on to the new purple cards now. First up, we have the new purple level 2, Demi Meramon. It says, your turn once per turn, when a card is trashed from your deck, draw one. Demi Meramon, especially with the new purple cards in this set, could potentially draw you a lot of cards over the course of a game. Although most purple cards we have at the moment care about trashing from your hand rather than from your deck, there are still some key cards that trash from your deck. Impmon from all the way back in BT2 and Promo Demi Devimon, both of those trash cards from your deck on play. Then there are also a number of cards from this set that trash cards from your deck. I've often said drawing cards or gaining memory for taking actions that your deck wants to take anyway is always going to be strong and it will help your deck really shine and be focused. So if you're trashing cards from your deck, you should consider playing Demi Merrimon as your Digi-Egg. Next we have... Psychmon, this is our first level 3, costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, has 2000 DP, and it says all turns, players can't reduce play costs. Now there aren't many cards that reduce play costs at the moment, but those that do are very powerful. Luceimon is one that immediately comes to mind because I've lost to it a lot, but Bielstarmon, Avengekidmon, and others all reduce their play costs. If you're having trouble with decks focused around these cards, Psychmon makes a good tech card, otherwise... Stick this one in the remember it for the future pile. Next up is Demi Devimon. This costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, has 2000 DP. It says, on play, reveal the top 3 cards of your deck. Add one Tamer card among them to your hand, and trash one purple Digimon card among them. Place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. We were just talking about cards that trash from the deck. Demi Devimon is a prime example of this. And then its effect also fits in a number of strategies. It works well with your purple tamer heavy strategies, and it also fits with a new archetype from this set built around Mallow Myotismon. It's also a good include if you need to get tamers to your hand because purple either wants you to have Digimon in your trash anyway, or at least it doesn't mind losing the occasional Digimon to trash. Demi Devimon is going to help you smooth out your plays and put your cards where they need to be. Next is Black Gatomon. This is a level 4. It costs 5 to play, 3 to Digivolve from purple or yellow, has 6000 DP. This is a purple and yellow card, multicolor. It has Rush, and its inheritable effect is Retaliation. Now before I say anything else, I wanted to say that Black Gatomon looks right. It just looks right on a purple and yellow card. Now onto the card itself. There's already a lot of synergy between yellow and purple, especially with the upcoming Mastemon starter deck, which is a yellow and purple mix. Both yellow and purple like to play Digimon for free, which is going to pair well with Black Gatomon's Rush effect. If you can play it off of an effect, that is an immediate attack that you can make against your opponent at a respectable 6000 DP. If you Digivolve over it, you give one of your Digimon Retaliation, which might not be good as a removal effect at level 5 or 6, but it does dissuade your opponent from attacking your Digimon, so it's good deterrent. I think this is a solid role-playing card. It doesn't necessarily stand out, but it can slot into many different strategies and is very flexible. Alright, moving straight up to the level 5s, we have Skull Sadamon. 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve, 7000 DP. It says, when Digivolving, trash the top 2 cards of your deck, then return 1 card with Demon Lord in its traits from your trash to your hand. Then its inheritable reads, your turn, once per turn, when cards are trashed from your deck, gain 1 memory. Skull Sadamon is a great enabler for any strategy that has a lot of trashing cards from your deck, but to really understand how strong it could be, we need to know what cards can it fetch, what has Demon Lord. Now this is a tricky one, we need to be really clear, Skull Sadamon cannot fetch a card with the trait 7 Great Demon Lords. It can only fetch Digimon that specifically say just Demon Lord as their trait. Now currently, this consists of two level 6 purple Digimon. Malamyotismon from BT3, and the new Malamyotismon from this set. If you decide to build a deck around Malamyotismon, you're gonna want to include Skull Sadamon because you can find them, or return them from your trash to your hand. Otherwise, there's not much to say about this card otherwise. It kind of fits only in one deck. We've got a lot of flexible cards in this set. Skull Sadamon, not one of them.
Next we have Maya this morning, level 5. Costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 8,000 DP. And it says, when Digivolving, trash the top two cards of your deck. Then you may play one Yukio Oikawa from your trash without paying its memory cost. Then the Inheritable reads, on deletion, if this Digimon has Myotismon in its name, you may play one Yukio Oikawa from your hand or trash suspended without paying its memory cost. Myotismon, unsurprisingly, fits into the Myotismon archetype that is being pushed with this set. Yukio Oikawa is a new tamer from this set that partners with Myotismon. So being able to play one for free when Digivolving or when your level 6 gets deleted, that's going to be very useful. Yukio then, in turn, lets you play a Malay Myotismon from your trash for free, so it's going to be a key piece in the deck. This Myotismon is going to make the whole thing more consistent, so you'll want to include this. Moving on to the level 6s, first we have Rasenmon Fury Mode. Costs 11 to play, 3 to Digivolve from purple or yellow level 5s, 13,000 DP, respectable, and it has end of attack. You may Digivolve this Digimon into a Rasenmon in your hand, ignoring its Digivolution requirements and without paying its Digivolution cost. And then it says, end of your turn, trash the top card of your security stack. Then its Inheritable reads, your turn. When this card is trashed as a Digivolution card by Rasenmon's effect, unsuspend one of your Digimon and it gets plus 3000 DP for the turn. Rasenmon Fury Mode is a purple card, but I think that actually you're going to play it in a primarily yellow deck, because the only Rasenmon that we currently have is a yellow level 6, and all of the support cards for Rasenmon are also in yellow. Your play pattern for this card will be Digivolve into Fury Mode, attack, then use its effect, Digivolve into Rasenmon, use Rasenmon's Digiburst, trash Fury Mode, unsuspend, attack again. What you don't want is to keep Fury Mode on the field for any length of time because it will start trashing your own security and that's going to just help your opponent. This is a very cool top end for a deck and I can't wait to see what players can do with Rasenmon Fury Mode. I think it's going to be really interesting. Next up we have another mode, Ophanimon Falldown Mode. 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve from purple or yellow, 12,000 DP. This is a purple and yellow multicolor card. It says Digivolve 2 from Ophanimon. When Digivolving, if this Digimon has a purple card in its Digivolution cards, delete one of your opponent's level 4 or lower Digimon. If this Digimon has a yellow card in its Digivolution cards, recovery plus 1. Then on deletion, you may play one purple or yellow level 4 or lower Digimon card from your trash without paying its memory cost. Ophanimon Falldown Mode is a solid top-end card for many decks. I think it's better in yellow decks or yellow-purple mixes rather than in a purple deck because the recovery is going to do more for you in a yellow deck which tends to have strong security than removing a level 4 is going to do in purple which can delete a lot of stuff anyway. Once you've digivolved into a Fannymon fall down mode you can attack freely knowing that even if it gets deleted you can replace it with a card from your trash potentially a Digimon with rush or maybe a strong on play effect. I've seen this card being played as a level 6 in an updated yellow hybrid deck for BT8 because the recovery is that powerful in that deck. And then you have solid level 4 or lower Digimon to return with the on deletion effect, but it does seem like this could slot into a number of different decks. Next we have Mallow Myotismon, another level 6. It costs 13 to play, 4 to Digivolve, has 12,000 DP, and it reads, On play, if there are 5 or more cards with Myotismon in their names in your trash, Delete one of your opponent's unsuspended Digimon and trash the top card of your opponent's security stack. When Digivolving, trash the top five cards of your deck. Then, if you have a card with Myotismon in its name in your trash, gain one memory. This might seem like an odd card, and it can be hard just reading it to see how this could be any good. You need five other Myotismons in your trash to get the on-play effect. Those are all level fives or sixes, and it's an on-play effect on a 13-cost level six. But then once you take a look at the support cards that you have for Malay Myotismon, it kind of makes more sense. We already know that the new tamer, Yukio Oikawa, can play Malay Myotismon for free. We also have access to Arukenimon and Mummymon, both of which let you play Malay Myotismon for just three memory when they attack. So it's not outside the realm of possibility to play your Malay Myotismon for either free or very cheap. And then it also gives you an effect when you Digivolve into it. It trashes a large number of cards from your deck to get those Myotismons into your trash and help you set up. 
This deck is going to require a lot of setup, and likely it's going to be too slow to keep up with things like Imperial Drummond and Armor Rush, which are both very fast and which we'll see a lot of this format. But it is going to be really fun. It really feels to me like you're playing like this cunning, manipulative villain. So very thematic kind of deck. Next up, we have Creepymon, one of the secret rares in the set. The purple level 6, 12 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP, and it has, when Digivolving, trash the top two cards of your deck for each of your opponent's Digimon in play. If you trash four or more cards with this effect, you may play a level 5 or lower purple Digimon card from your trash without paying its memory cost. Then, when attacking, once per turn, for every 10 cards in your trash, trash three cards from the top of your opponent's deck, and this Digimon gets plus 3,000 DP from the t- for the turn. Creepymon is a really interesting card, and I've seen a lot of hype around it moving into this set. So as long as your opponent has two Digimon in play, when you Digivolve into Creepymon, you will trash a total of four cards, and you get to put a level 5 or lower purple Digimon into play. Now there is a lot you can do with this effect, particularly if you have access to purple Digimon with Rush. Now there is a loop, and the main loop is very similar to Lilith Loop, but... Because Creepymon gets a Digimon straight into play, in some ways it's going to be easier to pull off than the Lilith loop because you just need the right cards in play and in trash. The loop play. I'll do my best to explain it. Have a purple Cerberusmon and any other purple level 5 in play. Have a Cerberusmon werewolf mode in your trash. Have your opponent have two Digimon on their field. You'll need an Omnimon Zwart in your hand. And a creepy one in your hand. Digivolve your non Cerberusmon level 5 into Creepymon. Trash 4 cards because your opponent has 2 Digimon. Use the effect to bring back Werewolf Mode. Delete Cerberusmon with that on play effect of the Werewolf Mode. Gain 9 memory. With that extra memory, you'll have enough to Digivolve your Creepymon into Omnimon Zwart. Bring back 2 more Digimon with Zwart's when Digivolving effect. Attack with Zwart. Use that when attacking effect. Return the Creepymon from Omnimon Zwart's sources to your hand. And then you can start again because you've brought back level 5s. You do need Cerberusmons and Omnimon Zwart's in your hand to keep the loop going. So it's not infinite. It doesn't power itself and go back to parity. It's just very powerful. Uh, thank you. Big thanks to the Digiburst YouTube channel. They did a wonderful explainer video which showed off how that loop works which I then used when I worked out how to explain this combo. So thank you very much to them. Full credit where credit is due. Creepy One also has a when attacking effect, which could potentially be used to try to cause your opponent to lose by having no cards in their deck. This has been a lose condition in the game since its inception. If you go to draw a card at the start of your turn and you have no cards in your deck, you lose. But if you wanted to win this way, the only option was just stall out your opponent. But Creepymon lets you be more aggressive with the strategy and actively try to cause your opponent to deck out. While I imagine most players are going to want to try the combo because it's very cool and powerful if you can pull it off, I do expect to see one or two players trying to deck their opponents out because that's just a novel way to try to win. Very creative. On to the purple options now. First we have Pandemonium Flame. It costs two to play. It says you may delete one of your Digimon to delete one of your opponent's unsuspended Digimon with a level less than or equal to the deleted Digimon's level. And then security effect is delete one of your opponent's unsuspended Digimon. I find Pandemonium Flame to be a difficult card to assess. On the one hand, it's an easy way to activate your own on-deletion effects when you want to activate them. For instance, if you urgently need to play an extra Digimon off of your Ophanimon fall-down mode. On the other hand, because you have to match or surpass the level of the Digimon on your opponent's board that you want to delete with a Digimon on your own board, you're not really going to come out ahead with Pandemonium Flame. You're losing something of equal or greater value. The security effect, however, is fantastic. It deletes any unsuspended Digimon, and if you have a number of on-deletion effects, it could be worth playing multiple copies of Pandemonium Flame just to mostly hope that it ends up in security. Next, we have Mist Memory Boost. Three to play. It says, trash the top two cards of your deck and draw one, then place this card in your battle area, and then the effect delay... So trash this card from your battle area to activate the effect below. You can't activate the effect this turn this card enters play. Gain 2 memory. 
I really like Mist Memory Boost. It gets cards into your trash, it replaces itself in your hand, and then later you can use the delay effect and gain two memory when you really need it. I think this is a solid card. It's going to do a lot of work in any deck that wants to get cards into its own trash. Myotismon, Bielstarmon, they're all going to like this. It gets cards into your trash, and then it extends your plays later with the extra memory. Just a solid role player card. The final purple option we're going to talk about is Flame Hellscythe. It's 6 to play. It is purple and yellow, so it's multicolor. It says, one of your opponent's Digimon gets minus 6,000 DP for the turn. Then, play one purple or yellow Digimon with 6,000 DP or less from your trash without paying its memory cost. My opinion on Flame Hellscythe might be biased because I got stumped by a purple slash yellow Mastemon deck at my first BT8 locals this sort of, um, couple weeks ago. This is a pretty strong card. Especially in a matchup against an armor-heavy deck. It removes an opponent's Digimon in a way that gets around Armor Rush. And then it brings out a Digimon that will likely be level 4, but could even be a level 5. Because in the Mastemon starter deck that's coming out, we have an Un Angelmon and a Lady Debimon that both have 6,000 DP and are level 5. Add in that Flame Hellsize security effect activates its main effect, meaning you've got every chance to delete a Digimon and play a Digimon from your trash for free. Flame Hellscythe is a pretty strong card. You need both yellow and purple Tamers or Digimon to play it, but we know that we have plenty of cards that are both of those colours between this set and the new Mastemon starter deck, so that's not really a difficult ask at all. Finally, we have the new purple Tamer Yukio Oikawa. Three to play. It says, All turns, when one of your Digimon with Myotismon in its name is deleted... You may suspend this tamer to gain one memory, and then end of opponent's turn, if this tamer is suspended, you may delete this tamer to play one Malamyotismon from your trash without paying its memory cost. As you can see, Yukio Oikawa belongs in a Myotismon tribal deck. He doesn't really fit into any other strategy, but in a Myotismon deck, he will be one of the best cards, if not the best card. He gains you memory when your Myotismon are deleted, which can help you come back from an unfortunate security swing that deletes your Digimon, or which can be a reactive effect, punishing your opponent for removing your Myotismon. Especially punishing, because if Yukio is suspended at the end of your opponent's turn, you can play a Malo Myotismon for free from your trash, which is going to come out just in time to be able to attack on your turn. Unfortunately, Yukio isn't very flexible, but what it does, it does well. Alright, moving on to the new white cards. We have a few to talk about in this set. First, we have Chimeramon. This is a level 5. It costs 8 to play. It costs 4 to Digivolve from any color. It has a cool rainbow circle. It means it can Digivolve from any color. has 8,000 DP. It has DNA Digivolution. 0 from a level 4 and a level 4 of any color. Then, when Digivolving, you may place one level 5 or lower Digimon card from your trash under this Digimon as a Digivolution card. Then, up to four of your opponent's Digimon get minus 1,000 DP for each of this Digimon's colors until the end of your opponent's next turn. And then your turn, this Digimon is treated as also having the colors of its Digivolution cards. While this Digimon has four or more colors, it gets plus 4,000 DP. Chimeramon is a very, very good card. It can DNA Digivolve from any two level fours for zero memory, so it's incredibly flexible. It Digivolves over any color Digimon, and then it becomes that color, meaning it fits into, with no overstatement, literally any deck that you care to put it in. It can have 12,000 DP as a level five, which is bonkers, and it clears your opponent's board of level threes, or potentially even some level fours if you can get enough colors beneath it. This card is fantastic in sealed if you're lucky enough to pull one because it's almost always going to have multiple colors beneath it. And don't forget that white counts as a color, so Chimerimon only needs three extra colors to get its plus 4000 DP. It is an extra attack for free in decks that need that. It is removal, it goes anywhere. You won't need Chimerimon in every deck, especially if you have a very tightly focused list, but it fits in so many places. You're going to be happy to know that it's an option. 
And the next white Digimon we have to talk about is Imperial Digimon Paladin Mode. This is the other secret rare in the set. This is a white level 7. It costs 15 to play. 7 to Digivolve from a blue or green level 6. And it has 16,000 DP. When one of your Digimon would Digivolve into this card in your hand, you may return one white level 7 Digimon card from your trash to the bottom of your deck to reduce the Digivolution cost by 4. When digivolving, when attacking, you may return one two-color card from this Digimon's Digivolution cards to the bottom of its owner's deck to trash all of the Digivolution cards of one of your opponent's Digimon, then return all of your opponent's Digimon with no Digivolution cards to the bottom of their owner's decks in any order. Imperial Digimon Paladin Mode clears a long-standing benchmark for the Digimon card game. For eight sets, the highest DP printed on a card has been 15,000. That was on most Omnimon, Armageddon, and Sasanumon, but now that limit has been cleared by Paladin Mode. It also, to go along with that, has one of the highest Digivolution costs in the game at 7. Although it does give you the option to reduce that cost by returning another white level 7 from your trash to the bottom of your deck. Paying 3 to Digivolve into this instead of 7 is obviously a better rate. But I would suggest there probably won't be many situations where that's going to come up. Neither blue nor green are very good at purposefully getting your own cards into your trash. So this is going to be hard to control. The other effect on Paladin Mode does have the potential to be very strong, depending on the deck you are playing against. It outright removes at least one of your opponent's Digimon, with the potential to remove more if your opponent is hard playing Digimon, or if you're trashing their sources. You can do this repeatedly, as long as you have two color cards in Paladin Mode's Digivolution cards. I took a look at the available two color cards in blue and green, including the new Imperial Digimon starter deck, and it looks like most likely you'll use this effect once or twice, but with a perfect stack you could get four total activations, although that is kinda magical land at that point. I think this card is good, probably not good enough to build a deck around. It probably features as a one or two of in your Imperial Jamon Focus deck because all of the usual effects that care about having Imperial Jamon in the name also work with Paladin Mode. But there is that wow factor again of getting a Digimon with a natural 16,000 DP into play. Right next we have a new option card to talk about, Armor Texture. This is a white option card, it costs zero to play. It says, while you have a Digimon with armor form in its traits in play, you may use this card without meeting its color requirements. And it says, trash the top card of one of your Digimon with armor form in its traits. Then you may Digivolve one of your Digimon into a Digimon card in your hand with armor form in its traits for its Digivolution cost. If you do, unsuspend that Digimon. And then the security effect says, security, play one level three Digimon card with free in its traits from your hand or trash without paying its memory cost. This is one of the best option cards you can play in armor heavy decks. It lets you transform from one armor into another. You can swap from big attacker flame Dramon to blocker Magnamon for instance. But don't discount that unsuspend clause because it will allow you to get multiple attacks in a single turn. Also, pay attention to the specific wording here. <clears throat> The armor form Digimon you trash and the Digimon you Digivolve on top of do not need to be the same Digimon, which can lead to some shenanigans. Plus, that security effect gets a Digimon into play, which seems small because it can only be a level 3, but in practice it can swing games, throwing off your opponent's calculations for how many attacks you have on your upcoming turn. This is a solid card and it has a lot of applications. And finally, we have a new white tamer to talk about, Digimon Emperor. 3 to play. It says, all turns, when one of your opponent's level 5 or lower Digimon is deleted, you may suspend this Tamer to draw 1, and then opponent's turn, when one of your opponent's level 3 Digimon is moved from their breeding area to their battle area, gain 2 memory. In a lot of ways, Digimon Emperor feels like the anti-armor rush Tamer because it punishes your opponent for moving their level 3s out of raising rather than building up a stack, which is what armor rush decks tend to do. And then it also gains you advantage in the form of card draw when your opponent's level 5s, 4s, and 3s are deleted. Digimon Emperor is going to punish quicker decks and reward decks that want to play a slower game. It's a great tech tamer to include one copy of for those situations where you need to play around a certain strategy. It feels nice to close on a card that I think is an example of just everything that I like about this set. It's moved a little bit away from cards that only fit in one certain strategy or archetype, and it has a lot more examples 
like Digimon Emperor, of flexible cards that fit in multiple decks and strategies. And with that, we finally reached the end of our BT8 set review. Hopefully this has given you a good idea of what is coming up in the new set, how you can use these new cards to upgrade your old decks, or build completely new ones. Personally, I am very excited about this set. It has some of my favorite Digimon, and from what I've played of it, it is a lot of fun, and I think it's going to make for a really enjoyable format. Alright, now you've heard enough from me. Now I would like to hear from you, our listener question of the week. What deck or decks are you going to be playing in the new format? I'm a huge fan of the new armor card, so I'm going to build a Vmon-focused armor rush deck, and I am definitely building a Greymon tribal deck headed up by the new Blackwall Greymon, one of my favorite Digimon. If you have an answer to our listener question, or if you have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, you can email me at memorygagepodcast at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group, Memory Gauge Podcast. You can tweet at me, at ConnorEFMG, or you can join our Discord server. Links to all of that are going to be in the show notes of this episode, and I am always happy to hear from you listeners. New episodes of this podcast come out each and every week, so make sure that you are following us on your podcast service of choice so you can stay up to date. And if your podcast service of choice allows it, please consider rating and reviewing the show. It is so important. It helps people who would like to hear the show find us, helps us grow. It just does a lot for the show. So please take the two minutes, do it. Helps us a lot. All right. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge, logging out.